It's the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you want to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm or to your phone's app stores and download Anchor today. Welcome to the show, everyone. We are here in the River City Podcast Studios on the banks of the Ohio and Henderson, Kentucky. It's been crazy with this weather, hasn't it? You know, we had a really white Christmas around here. I think we got about four or five inches of snow. Uh, not much compared to what they're getting in Buffalo and, and further north of here. But, you know, the weather was absolutely unreal last week into this week. I mean, here where I'm at, I sit right on the bank of the Ohio across from southwest Indiana and southeastern Illinois. And temperatures got down to negative 33 with the wind chill. It's been a very long time in this area since we've seen that. And man, it got blistering fucking cold. But today it's a high of 50. And this weekend, coming up, uh, it's going to be a high of 65. Now, if that doesn't tell you anything about our man-made weather, I don't know what does. It's just like a deliberate act that they're just trying to fuck with the temperatures, get it really cold, then get it really hot, and then everybody starts getting sick. be a perfect time to deploy another bioweapon. And make everyone sick and then blame it on the weather change because climate change, that's the problem. Just what they do. You know, every few days you can go outside, look up at the sky and just take a look at all the uh, tic-tac-toe patterns they're putting in the sky and all those lovely chems that we're breathing in and letting land on our skin. But I hope everyone had a very good Christmas. Um, Mine was okay. Wasn't too bad. Can't complain. You know, I woke up and I'm still here. And now we have the new year coming in. So this is my last podcast for 2022. So end of season one. And I think everything's gone pretty well. Got things I can work on. I look to have my goals for the new year for the podcast and bring you more guests and bring you a better quality show. So just hang in there with me. This is all new to me. This is, you know, I'm what, 11 shows in now. So I'm getting there, but it'd be better once uh, I get 2023 here and start rolling out with some uh, some good guests. And I can't wait to get some some of these things started for the new season so can't wait but i want to thank everyone for uh listening for you know helping me get my podcast out there uh to the guests i've had on the show already like lambo he's the one that has helped me uh, get the show off the ground and running uh doc house Still need to get him back on the show because, man, I really want to talk to him about this documentary with uh, Casey Anthony. Uh, very interesting stuff there. To uh, Big Dave and the Gray State Revolution, you know, just another amazing guest I had. And to the future guests I'm going to have on the show. So if anyone's still interested in being on my podcast, just let me know. You can just uh, hit me up on TikTok. You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter. Kramer says Truth Truth Social. Uh, Your Spot. Uh, I'm on Rumble now. And I'm trying to figure that application out. And once I get that figured out, I will start doing some shows on there. So I'm everywhere. You can find me. I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't really done anything with it yet, so I plan on maybe middle of the year start utilizing YouTube a little more, but we'll see. Got lots of things I want to do, just got to make time to do them. But yeah, it's been crazy with the holidays and this weather, you know, we got 
so much going on. You know, you have the whole debacle with uh, the flights being canceled. I think there's been like 2,500 flights that were canceled. They still have people that are stranded. Uh, you got people who are dying in their cars up in Buffalo and that region. Uh, they now have the National Guard going door to door there. You know, making sure that people are okay and, you know, finding out the ones who froze to death. And it's all part of this uh, plan that they have. You know, they want to blame climate change so they can force their will upon us to go electric and get all these gadgets and switch over and get away from coal and fuels and, you know, go to their bullshit lie of a climate change because if you know anything about electric cars you know anything about the lithium batteries just go look up the lithium mine how they mine for lithium <clears throat> it's crazy I, I highly suggest you do that because it will open your eyes to the absolute lies that they are putting on us. I mean, like the turbines and the blades. I mean, that shit's stuff that's going to just lay around and rust and has hydraulic fuel in it and everything. So it leaks toxic material out. It's way worse than the fossil fuels we use. So if you know anything about solar panels, same thing. Those batteries have to be encased in a special uh, enclosure to keep the gases from leaking everywhere. So it's all interesting how they play the whole blame the climate and try and force their will upon you. But that's all part of the uh, UN agenda 2021 and 2030. You know, they want to get us under that umbrella and they want to take away our ability to, you know, have fossil fuels and own cars. They want to be able to have complete and total control because if you get an electric vehicle, they can shut that thing down anytime they want. It's just like uh, the central bank digital currency system that they're trying to roll out. They will have complete control. You go to the store and get something that they don't want you to get. You're not going to get it. They're going to shut your card down. You're not going to be able to buy it. They're probably going to put a list together and say, well, you know, that Kentucky renegade guy, he can't go in. He can't buy guns. He can't buy ammo. He can't stock up on certain X amount of food because that's what I do. I do prep. I do a lot of prepping and, you know, making sure that I am going to be able to survive if anything happens. <coughs> so... They will make sure that you're limited to what you can buy and what you buy. It's just all part of the World Economic Forum, the central banks, and this whole global elite group that wants to keep you from owning anything and being happy. Just craziness. And they're going to continue to push it down our throat. So, yeah, this show is pre-recorded today and pretty much will be until I start doing live uh, podcasts. And, you know, today is Wednesday, the 28th. So we are seeing today that the Supreme Court upheld Title 42 to kind of put a band-aid over what's going on down at the southern border. You know, it's again, this shows that this government does not care about the American people. Because if they did, that would be one of the first things that they would take care of. And they would close off the border and make sure that all these illegals wouldn't be coming across. But no... They don't give a shit. So the Supreme Court did its ruling. It did uphold Title 42, so it will not end. Uh, like I said, it's a very small Band-Aid. I mean, you see Texas, uh, Governor Abbott down there 
having the uh, Texas National Guard put up barbed wire fencing. You got Arizona. They're putting out all the uh, shipping containers to block it. But let's just be realistic. These are just small fixes until you can actually get the wall up. And even the wall is kind of a, a band-aid because they tunnel under it. So, to me, to fix that problem is we need to pull in our National Guard and put them down on the border. We need to have Predator drones going over the border. And we need to put a stop to it. But this uh, administration... Don't give a shit. They already shown and proved they don't give a shit. They will not go down to the border to see the fucking mess they have created. But no, they will have someone like Rachel Levine, who's the assistant secretary of health, come on and try to beg big tech to stop misinformation being spread about the LGBTQT bullshit and the gender-affirming care for children. That's what they're concerned about. They don't care about the border. They don't care about the human and sex trafficking that's coming in and out of our border. They don't care about the dangerous drugs like fentanyl and heroin and crystal meth coming through our border. They don't care about that kind of shit. They don't care that there's military aged men coming into this country that will eventually be insurgents. Just think about that. Does this government care about the constituents here in the United States? No. There are very few in Washington, D.C., which I call the District of Criminals, They don't have very many people up there that give one damn bit about the American people. You just look at what they did last week, just before they hurried up and ran off for their their vacations. They hurried up and shoved through that $1.7 trillion ambias bill. $1.7 trillion. And none of it has anything to do with taking care of America. It's sending $47 billion over to the fucking Ukraine. It's putting $8 billion towards the LGBTQT educational things. It's making sure that the Democrats and the rhinos are lining their fucking pockets with more money. Giving them earmarks and pork for their states. This is the problem we have in the United States of America. No one that has been, quote-unquote, elected officials are staying to their sworn oath that they swore to. They are violating that sworn oath. They are all traitors, and it's just a fact. Now, it's more so on the left than the right, but the right is still complicit because they are still doing the same things they've always done. And they're going to continue to do that. There is some new blood in there that is trying to be be outspoken and try and push back, but they're just going to become a part of the establishment because that's what Washington, D.C. does. That's what they're known for. Going completely against the constitutional rights of the American people. They forget what they swore an oath to. And to me, the Constitution pretty much has been null and void by our own government. Because they don't adhere to it. Now, I hear a lot of people say, well, what are we going to do about it? Well, I mean, we've done everything we can from a uh, non-violent side. And I understand the people who want to go a violent route. 
because that's what our founding fathers did to get their freedom. But also in that thinking process, you kind of violate the Constitution. But if you think about it the other way around, the Constitution has been violated by our, our government anyway. So it would be time and necessary to abolish it and to implement a new set on the same principles that our founding fathers founded this country on. So shit hits the fan. I'm for it. We got to do what we got to do. Because they're not going to do anything to help save America. Nobody's going to save America but the people who live in America that are the constituents. We have to take care of ourselves. Government's not going to save us. They're only going to further, you know, commit their overreaching tyrannical ways. And they're going to continue to violate us. They're going to continue to push all these operations and agendas they're going to continue to shove tyranny right down our fucking ever-loving throats. That's just the way it's going to go. Until we the people decide we're going to stand up and take a stand. Now, I have a theory of how we could bring them to their knees. But a lot of people are too complacent, too comfortable, and too complicit with the way they want to live their life. To me, the way you burn down the system is everyone go to the bank, pull out your money, or don't show up for work and we don't go to work. Because if we don't show up for work, the government will collapse. The economic system will collapse. That's the only way that we have nonviolently to go about it. Pull money out of the banks, don't show up for work, and stay out of work. Don't go to work, ever, until we fix this shit right then, right there. That's the only way you're going to fix it, other than we take up arms against the government. Which we have the ability to do, but is it a smart thing to do? Probably not, but we got to do what we got to do to save ourselves. Because at this point, our Constitution, it's been treaded upon, it's been ripped up, thrown away. Hell, even the National Archives has the fucking warning label on it that it's hate speech. So that should tell you something. And you look at the, the things they're doing, like the ominous bill, $1.7 trillion dollars. You think about how we're nearly $40 trillion in what they say national debt, but if you bring in all the unfunded liabilities and all that bullshit, we're technically near $300 trillion. You're never going to ever, ever, ever pay that back. You can go five, six, seven more generations of people it's still not ever going to get paid. So, of course, they're going to do something at some point to bring that down and flip the switch and they're going to go with the central bank's digital currency system. You're seeing it being implemented in other countries. You're seeing the social credit scores, which has been going on for three years, I believe, four years in China. It's just a test run. And they're, they're getting away with doing it. And then they're going to get you on a carbon footprint. So they're going to put a carbon tax on you. That's why they want everything to go electric. And they want you to be digital. They want you to be a part of the system. That's why they want to put a chip in you. Don't believe me? Go look up some of the videos on YouTube of some of these companies. There's been a couple companies here in the U.S. and a couple companies around the world that have chipped their employees. Just so you can wave your hand across the fucking screen and get a fucking ding-dong out of the fucking vending machine. Oh my god, you can get stuff out of the vending machine without even having to pay cash or have a card. You just wave your hand in front of it. You are a total fucking sheep. So, this is the shit that's going to happen around the world. They're going to collapse everyone's banks. 
the central banks know they can't get away with a fiat currency system anymore. You know, you already have the threat of China and Russia and India in a, the BRICS going to a gold-based currency. You know, Russia and Putin just came out and he's talking already about trading oil for gold. You want two barrels of oil, you got to give up one gram of gold. See, they've been doing a lot of buying. A lot of purchasing power between Russia, China, and India. And India had, uh, has always been the biggest purchaser of gold around the world. Then China jumped on that train because they want to back their yuan with that. And so then they created BRICS. So you're seeing everybody start to switch over to what's going to be a gold-based currency, which the central banks do not want. They want to continue to give you this illusion that you can just have this made-up money on a computer screen and they can keep printing and doing all this shit. Well, now their luck's running out, so now they got to flip the script and go to something else. And that's what all this is about. And I believe with the Sears 2025, we will see a pandemic happen here shortly. And I've been saying at the beginning of the year, January 3rd is the transition of power. Is something going to happen in the next four or five days? Could happen. You know, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum has been pushing and pushing and pushing over and over again about the United States needs to wake up because, you know, we're not going to survive financially. So they're just basically pulling an audible and they're going to go off script and they're going to do something. Now they have plans, but I think they have so many different plans that we can't tell which one they're going to use first. Because every time they get out there with it, there are people like me, Mr. Freedom Stick, Packing Patriot, Three Rows, uh, Lambo, Ninja Nikki. Uh, Hunter Jess, you know, tons of people on TikTok, Instagram, Kramer. You got all these different social media and uh, content creators that are out here continuing to stay on top of everything they're pushing. We go out and we seek the information and we put it out there for you. So they want to violate us, but in the same token, they continue to change it up because they know we're on to them. So eventually they're going to hit us out of the blue with something. We know what's coming. We just don't know when. And that's the scary thing about it. And that's why I was saying earlier, I'm a prepper. So I'm constantly going and I will buy stuff, dry foods, uh, supplies, guns, ammos, whatever, and stock up on it because I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to make sure I have enough food for a year. Now, a lot of people who are new to this and new to the prepping game, it's simple. And I know a lot of people who are hurting right now financially. But if you can just take 5 or 10 or $15 a week, every two weeks, and buy a bag of rice or buy a bag of beans or buy, you know, a uh, 55-gallon drum and start stocking up water, start stocking up food, buy these uh, five-gallon buckets and start growing potatoes in it or doing small gardens, uh, those kinds of things... At least you'll have something. Make sure you have plenty of communications because you never know what's going to happen. You can't rely on the cell phone services. You're not going to be able to rely on the internet. Have ham radios. Have walkie-talkies. Do those things. 
Make sure you have plenty of communications. Uh, have a plan set in place. And if you are new to this and it's something that's kind of not in your realm, you can message me. Even better yet, go to Mr. Freedom Stick. He does classes on survival. You will get the basics. You will get the rundown of everything you need to know. Make sure you have action plans in place. Not only for just being at home, have them for when you're out you know, on a trip or you're running your daily errands or when you're at work. Whatever you do, make sure you always have an out. Make sure you always have a plan. Make sure that you carry at least a bug out bag in your vehicle. Now, a lot of people laugh about the whole bug out bag thing, but you know, I'm into bushcrafting, I'm into survivalism. So I will carry the basic needs I need in a bag in my truck. I have one in my home. You know, it doesn't matter. Wherever I'm at, I'm going to have one within walking distance or at least so I can run and go get it. Other things you can do if you're more experienced with it is to get PVC piping with the caps. Berry stuff. Have stuff in strategic places that you are only going to know. But whatever you do, if you're new to this and you're not sure on where you're going to go, what you're going to do, do not, and I mean it, do not run out into the woods where you live. Unless you know the people that are in those woods, that own those properties, or that are frequent members of those properties that hunt, fish, any of that stuff. Because if you're going to go out there when shit hits the fan, more than likely you're going to end up being shot at or shot. It'll happen. Because people have been training for this shit for a very long time. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of people that prep and train and do all the things necessary. But as a minimum, make sure you have at least a month's worth of food and supplies. And that means medical supplies as well. You know, you need the basics, you know, bandages, gauze, uh, alcohol, peroxide, uh, triple antibiotic ointments, hydrocortisone, you know, anti-diarrheal meds. You'll need Tylenol, ibuprofen, aspirin, you know, and if you have a medical condition, you better find a way to stock up on your meds. If you have any leftover antibiotics, keep them. You need to get out there. You need to make sure you prep yourself to be prepared for anything, whether it's a financial collapse, uh, EMP, to just something as simple as an earthquake, to a tornado, hurricane, whatever. Be prepared. It's always best to be prepared. As they say, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. You know, use the old adage, two is one and one is none. That means make sure you have two of everything. Two knives, two guns, two uh, bows, two whatever. Make sure you got two of everything. Because one could go down and then you'd be left with nothing. But if you have two of something, at least you have a backup. And that's a major and very important thing so get prepared uh the other day i was kind of just strolling through tiktok and i stumbled upon a video and a lot of you seen the video about getting on your roku and going and getting the burrow app now i did this and i'm glad i did 
you know, it's a little rabbit going into a hole, and it's by the Red Pill Network. And it has about every documentary exposing about every so-called conspiracy to myth to whatever on that site, on that application. Tons of documentaries. The Died Suddenly is on there. A lot of things from Stu Peters is on there and uh, Disclosed TV. A lot of things that we've been talking about are on that application. So if you haven't got it, got it yet, go get it. If you don't have a Roku, I believe someone told me that it is on Fire Stick. If not, get on the computer and look it up. Very, very interesting. It's uh, very informative. Got the Pizza Gate, the Pedal Gate, you name it, it's on there. So, very informative, great documentaries. Uh, just watched the one yesterday on Suicided about Chris Cornell, Andrew, Bar- uh, Andrew Breitbart, Chester Bennington, several others. <coughs> Very interesting documentary. Um, It just goes to show this government will do anything and absolutely anything to silence us when we're bringing up the truth. And that's why they are scared shitless of people going out here informing others. I mean, there's all kinds of conspiracies, quote unquote, you know, air quotes on that. Uh, that they don't want you to reveal. And one I thought was pretty interesting was uh, that I was watching another video on TikTok was about the supposed UFO that was over a uh, gentleman's club, the Sapphire, out in Las Vegas. And first thing I heard was Project Bluebeam. Now, I knew exactly what Project Bluebeam kind of was. You know, I've I've read up on a little bit of it. But, man, just to think about all the, all the possibilities this government has to use with Project Bluebeam. And if you don't know anything about it, go look it up. It's a very interesting, uh, quote-unquote, conspiracy on what they want to do next. Could it happen? Very well could. I'm never ever I'm never going to doubt anything anymore because you just never know. It's like everybody thought, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald shot and killed JFK. Wasn't the case. I was never a believer. My mom raised me to be a conspiracy theorist. She always said that she never believed that Lee Harvey Oswald shot and killed Kennedy, and she was right. She was the crazy one in the family. You know, everybody thought that she was just this huge conspiracy theorist. She always said the government killed our own president, and people on her side of the family just thought she was loony bins. But it's now proven that the CIA killed him. And again... Tied to the Bush family. Prescott Bush, tied to the Nazis. Look that shit up. You know, the Central Union Bank of New York, he was he is money laundering between the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the Nazis. And, you know, you had those people making money on both sides of the war. It's kind of like uh, Fauci. Fauci's making all kinds of money from being on the side of releasing the virus to injecting people with the virus. You know, giving you the clot shot. You know, he made tons of money being tied with that. Him and Bill Gates. Still making tons of money on it. It's awfully funny how Moderna, Pfizer, BioNTech, you know, AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, they all fucking made billions of dollars. 
But yet, they care about America. Bullshit. Now, one person in our government truly cares about America. There's a few out there that say it, but now starting to question some of those people too because I mean you had 28 Republicans that voted for the 1.7 trillion dollars that right there should piss every American off that we had people voting for this there's no way that this money should be allocated to the things that's being allocated for Chip Roy has been out there just blasting it. Rand Paul has been blasting it. And it just goes to show, if they really truly cared about America, we would not be in the position we're in. We would tell other countries to fuck off, especially the Ukraine. And if you want money... Go get your own central bank and have it fucking print it yourself. Just unreal the shit that we are just fucking blowing this money on. And at this point, it's just made up in, in the, into thin air. It's all on us. It's all on the American taxpayers and the American people to work that debt off. So they can continue to scream climate change while flying in their private jets and being out on their big humongous million dollar fucking yachts but yet you know the American people will have to fucking foot the fucking bill unreal and it's unreal there are people that are still out there that are believing all this bullshit about how we need to give Ukraine the money we need to give them more money they need to be protected we need to protect them from Russia no we don't. You don't see anybody else coming in and protecting us. Hell, our own government won't even protect us at the fucking border. So do you really think that they're going to protect American people? Fuck no. We're the first ones they sowed down the river whenever they fucking allowed the Federal Reserve Act to be signed in 1913. Because prior to that, you know, we had gold and we didn't have an income tax. But yet, you know, through the years, this government has allowed financial institutions like the central bank, the Federal Reserve, to do what it wants. The corptocracies that we have in this country, the corporations, the uh, federal lobbyists, and the federal lobbyists is another thing. Majority of them are made up of people who used to be senators and people in government. That should never fucking be allowed. I can understand the lobbyists being there for the farmers, the ranchers, small business. But these major conglomerates that are out there that are just pocketing our fucking politicians... Just goes to prove they don't care about America. Because all these major corporations are hiding their profits in these offshore accounts in the Cayman Islands and in Ireland and, you know, wherever they can find a fucking private fucking bank. That's where that money's going to. Their profits are being withheld and hidden. So they're not taxed, that 35% corporate tax. So they could help out and relieve the stress on the American people. It's just absolute bullshit that they are allowed to get away with this. And just, like I said, continues to prove they do not care about the American people. Now something else I want to touch on about our government is there was a bill called the Respect for Child Survivors Act. There were 18 Republicans that voted no for this. I'm still asking why. Now, there are people out there like 2A Patriot Mama and OEF that have looked through the bill and cannot find anything that's tied 
to that bill that would make anyone vote no. Yes, the bill passed, but the fact of the matter that you had 18 people vote no for it and people of fucking significance, Chip Roy, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, James Comer, Thomas Massey. I want to know why the fuck you voted no for this. For people who were abused and trafficked and to allow these pedophiles out and to let them do what they do to children. You need to leave our fucking children alone and quit trying to redefine a pedophile as a map. Minor attracted person or not, you're still a fucking sick pedophile. In my opinion, all pedophiles must fucking hang. To me, if you're a pedophile and you touch a fucking kid, your ass needs to go right out into the center of town, it'd be put on TV and they hang your ass or throw you in a wood chipper or do something fucking destructive to take you out. And it's awfully funny, if you think about it, when they outlawed hangings. Just think about that. They outlawed hangings for a reason. Number one, they knew they violated the Nuremberg Code with the pandemic. And number two... They know they're complicit in the Jeffrey Epstein, in the pedophilia, and the trafficking. That's what's called for. You violate the Nuremberg Code. You face a military tribunal. Your ass is going to get hung. But I'm all for any kind of torture or uh, way to, to take someone out. You can throw them in a wood chipper, like I said. Hang them. Put a bullet in them. Set them on fire. Put them out. Set them back on fire. Keep doing it until they fucking suffer a painful, slow death. That's what needs to happen. Not this bullshit, oh, well, you'll get probation. Or you'll get six months. Or the state of California, you know, 7,000 uh, sex predators being released with less than one year served performing lascivious and lewd acts on a fucking child under the age of 14 you motherfuckers are lucky someone like me is not in charge because it would be instant death and I hats off to any of the parents that are out here that walk in or catch any of these people and you unalive them. I'd much rather go sit in prison for the rest of my life knowing that I killed a sick son of a bitch that did that to my child than to have that person go sit in jail for five, six months and then get out and go get to live their life like nothing ever fucking happened. And to the people who want to scream, all oh, these people need to be uh, casterized and all that bullshit. No, they deserve fucking death. There's other ways around that shit. I've seen videos on it, and it's sickening that they still find a way. Instant death. Quick trial. You go before the court in the morning, and at noon, you're fucking hanging from a tree... Shot in the back of the head, thrown in a wood chipper, burned alive. I don't care. Justice served. Why do we continue to fail our children? Why do we continue to allow these sick motherfuckers in government to push these agendas on our children? And I'm dead serious. Parents, if you have kids in these indoctrination centers, homeschool them. We need patriots to come up with a way to network and help others out that might not have the ability to stay home and teach their kids. Come up with a community of patriots and teach the kids. 
take turns. If you work today and you're off tomorrow, well, that person there gets to take your kids that day and then you take the kids the next day. We got to do better. We are failing our children. We're allowing this sick shit in these schools to continue to happen. And they're just trying to provoke us. They want us, they want something to happen at one of these school board meetings where somebody goes in and does some stupid shit. Not that I blame them, but this is what needs to be done. We need to get the children out of these indoctrination centers because the schools only get the funding from the state for how many of our students are sitting in those seats. It's time to take them out of these schools. They're not learning anything anyways. Majority of the time, they're sitting there on their uh, notebooks or whatever kind of uh, technical device that they have in, in the class, listening to music or whatever. The teachers don't even teach anymore, majority of them. It's just like sitting your kid in front of Xbox all day and letting them play Xbox all day long. You know, it's a babysitter. Majority of the teachers, now I'm not saying all teachers, but the majority of the teachers that are in these schools are using the uh, notepads and the uh, netbooks as babysitters. So they can just sit there and collect a check. Or they can sit there and talk about what their problems are and not what needs to be taught. No longer is reading and writing and learning how to write cursive and uh, how to balance a checkbook or how to garden, how to cook. Now that shit's going on in the schools these days. It's all about learning how to be groomed by these sick motherfuckers that are in these schools and outside. They want to groom your children so they can be molested, sex slaves, and to become sexual objects to whoever and whatever they want. It needs to stop. We need to save our children. We need to do better. And there are some great people out here that are doing everything they can on a daily basis. And I give 100%, you know, recognition to 2A Patriot Mama, to OEF, to Child Rescue, to... Vets for Children. You know, these organizations, they are doing what they can to save kids all around this country and all around the world. We must do better. And we need to start taking and pushing back at our government to pass more legislation to get rid of these pedophiles, these sick creeps. And if they don't want to do it, they're complicit in it, and we need to get them out. We need to do something. Something needs to change. Because there's not going to be a future for our children. We are not going to have a population anymore. Because they they want boy on boy or girl on girl. They want them so fucked up. They're transitioning to opposite sex that they're getting fucked up and committing suicide. And unaliving themselves. And it's just sick. It's part of the depopulation process. And this is part of the plan. It's all by fucking design. It's all by design. And we need to put a stop to it. Like I said, just think about, what, 8 billion people in the world? And only about 5,000 people maybe are behind this shit? And we're continuing to allow them to win? I say put a bounty on their fucking head and go for them. Put an end to all this bullshit. People all around the world need to stand together, stand united, and not allow these motherfuckers to do what they're doing. It's sickening. I will continue to push that in my area that this shit needs to stop. Quit pushing it on them in schools. Quit pushing on it in the media. Quit pushing on it in uh, entertainment, sports, all that shit. It needs to come to an end. 
So we need to take a stand, though. America, you know, we are the stepping stone. We are what a lot of countries look at all around the world. They look to us. We were the first ones that changed the way government was done. We escaped a monarchy and stood our ground and went with a constitutional republic for which many countries around the world started to do the same thing. They started coming up with their own constitutions. And that's what the World Economic Forum doesn't want. They want to take those down. The globalists do not want us having our own rights. They don't want us owning things. They want to own us. They want us to be their slave. And right now they're winning. Until we decide to stand the fuck up and say fuck you. And take our country and our world back. And do things differently. They're just going to win. But we got warriors out here. We got people who are going to stand up to it. We're not going to stop. We're going to continue to speak out. If it comes to violent means, we'll fight. We'll fight to the death. Like Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. And that's the way it's going to be. Because the liberals, the left... That's what they want. They want to push this agenda, the agenda, and they want to bring us down upon us that we need to live like socialists or live in communism. No, we don't. I'm not going to fall for it, and I'm not going to do it. I will not comply. So to all those liberals out there that want to continue to push that shit, Good luck with it. So this is the last episode. And I will see you in 2023. We will fight the good fight. And the liberals will continue to be sheep. They will continue to do stupid shit. And as I always say, play stupid games, win stupid fucking prizes.